0: Good morning, everyone. To start our service this morning, let's sing hymn number 224. O Lord, I would delight in thee, and on thy care depend. To thee in every trouble flee, my best, my ever friend. When all material streams are dried, thy fullness is the same. May I with this be satisfied, and glory in thy name. Hymn number 224. Scriptural will be given by Dale from Virginia.
1: Proverbs. My son, forget not my law, but let thine heart keep my commandments. Full length of days and long life and peace shall they add to thee. Let not mercy and truth forsake thee. Bind them about thy neck. Write them upon the table of thine heart. So shalt thou find favor and good understanding in the sight of God and man. Trust in the Lord with all thine heart and lean not unto thine own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge him and he shall direct thy paths. Be not wise in thine own eyes. Fear the Lord and depart from evil. Honor the Lord with thy substance and with the first fruits of all thine increase. Happy is the man that findeth wisdom, and the man that getteth understanding. For the merchandise of it is better than the merchandise of silver, and the gain thereof than fine gold. She is more precious than rubies. She is a tree of life to them that lay hold upon her, and happy is every one that retaineth her. The Lord by wisdom hath founded the earth, by understanding hath he established the heavens.
0: Let us now have a moment of silent prayer and then follow with the Lord's Prayer and its spiritual interpretation as given in the Christian Science Textbook. For God is infinite, all power, all life, truth, love, over all and all. Let's now sing hymn number 330. The king of love, my shepherd, is, whose goodness faileth never, I nothing lack, for I am his, and he is mine forever. Hymn number 330. Welcome to the Sunday morning service of the Plainfield Christian Science Church Independent. We begin every Sunday morning here at 10 a.m. with our roundtable discussion, which is a training session in Christian science, and we had another really good one this morning. So if you missed it, please catch it on our website, plainfieldcs.com or you can also catch it on our YouTube channel. We have a Sunday school for children that meets at 11 every Sunday, and it has its own teleconference number so that children who don't live here can attend by dialing their phone. So if you don't live in the area and you have a child of Sunday school age, please call us we'll give you the number, and we'd love to welcome your child to our Sunday school. And we have a testimony meeting every Wednesday evening at 8.15, where you can hear testimonies of healings and lives saved through the study and practice of Christian science. And at all of our services, we have a nursery for infants and toddlers, so you can bring the whole family if you'd like. This coming Saturday, we will have another Bible study session, so check the website for Bible study questions, and please join us this coming Saturday, March 20, at 10 a.m. You'll be glad you did. And on our website, there is an article that is featured that I would like to point out entitled, Vigilance by Herbert W. Beck. Christian healing is not a pill that you take whenever you need it or want it, but it does require vigilance. And this is a good article that describes what that process is. Vigilance by Herbert Beck. And we have been busy printing and mailing again this week The uh, Quarterly for the second quarter, and the latest forum highlights have been both printed and mailed to subscribers. So if you are waiting for it, it's in the mail. Everyone is welcome here, and that includes all of you who are listening and participating from around the world. Now we will have the reading of a testimony from Miscellaneous Writings which attests to the healing power that is obtained by studying the Christian Science textbook. And that reading will be given by David from Florida.
3: Page 409. Dear Madam, I have been a sickly person all my life until a few months ago and was confined to my bed every little while. It was during one of many attacks that your book, science and health, with key to the scriptures, was handed me. I read it only a very short time when I arose well, went out into the kitchen, prepared a large dinner, and ate heartily of it. I have been up and well ever since, a marvel to my friends and family, and sometimes they can hardly believe it is I. And feeling so grateful, I must tell you of it, I wish everybody in the world would read your book, for all would be benefited by it. Gratefully yours, Anna M. Smith.
0: The lesson sermon for this morning can be found on page 22 of the Independent Christian Science Quarterly. Subject, Substance. The golden text is from Matthew. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. The responsive reading is from Psalms. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He maketh me to lie in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for Thou art with me.
2: Thy rod and Thy staff, they comfort me.
0: Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil, my cup runneth over.
2: Surely, goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will
0: dwell in the house of the Lord forever. I will read from the Bible. Psalms Trust in the Lord, and do good. So shalt thou dwell in the land, and verily thou shalt be fed. Delight thyself also in the Lord, and he shall give thee the desires of thine heart. Commit thy way unto the Lord. Trust also in him, and he shall bring it to pass. 2 Kings Now there cried a certain woman of the wives of the sons of the prophets unto Elisha, saying, Thy servant my husband is dead, and thou knowest that thy servant did fear the Lord, and the creditor is come to take unto him my two sons to be bondmen. And Elisha said unto her, What shall I do for thee? Tell me, what hast thou in the house? And she said, Thine handmaid hath not anything in the house save a pot of oil. Then he said, Go, borrow thee vessels abroad of all thy neighbors, even empty vessels. Borrow not a few, And when thou art come in, thou shalt shut the door upon thee and upon thy sons, and shalt pour out into all those vessels, and thou shalt set aside that which is full. So she went from him, and shut the door upon her and upon her sons, who brought the vessels to her, and she poured out, and it came to pass when the vessels were full, that she said unto her son, Bring me yet a vessel. And he said unto her, There is not a vessel more. And the oil stayed. Then she came and told the man of God, And he said, Go, sell the oil, and pay thy debt, and live thou and thy children of the rest. Jeremiah, for I know the thoughts that I think toward you, saith the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you an expected end. Then shall ye call upon me, and ye shall go and pray unto me, and I will hearken unto you, and ye shall seek me and find me when ye shall search for me with all your heart. John And Jesus went up into a mountain, and there he sat with his disciples. And the Passover, a feast of the Jews, was nigh. When Jesus then lifted up his eyes and saw a great company come unto him, he saith unto Philip, Whence shall we buy bread that these may eat? And this he said to prove him, for he himself knew what he would do. Philip answered him, Two hundred penny worth of bread is not sufficient for them, that every one of them may take a little. One of his disciples, Andrew, Simon Peter's brother, saith unto him, there is a lad here which hath five barley loaves and two small fishes. But what are they among so many? And Jesus said, Make the men sit down. Now there was much grass in the place, so the men sat down, in number about five thousand. And Jesus took the loaves, And when he had given thanks, he distributed to the disciples, and the disciples to them that were set down, and likewise of the fishes as much as they would. When they were filled, he said unto his disciples, Gather up the fragments that remain, that nothing be lost. Therefore they gathered them together, and filled twelve baskets with the fragments of the five barley loaves, which remained over and above unto them that had eaten. Then those men, when they had seen the miracle that Jesus did, said, This is of a truth, that prophet that should come into the world. Jesus answered them and said, Verily, verily, I say unto you, Ye seek me, not because ye saw the miracles, but because ye did eat of the loaves, and were filled. Labor not for the meat which perisheth, but for that meat which endureth unto everlasting life, which the Son of Man shall give unto you. This is the work of God, that ye believe on him whom he hath sent. All that the Father giveth me shall come to me, and him that cometh to me I will in no wise cast out. For I came down from heaven, not to do mine own will, but the will of him that sent me. The Jews then murmured at him, and they said, Is not this Jesus, the son of Joseph, whose father and mother we know? How is it then that he saith, I came down from heaven? Jesus therefore answered and said unto them, Murmur not among yourselves. Verily, verily I say unto you, He that believeth on me hath everlasting life. I am that bread of life. It is the Spirit that quickeneth. The flesh profiteth nothing. The words that I speak unto you, they are Spirit, and they are life. Matthew No man can serve two masters, for either he will hate the one and love the other, or else he will hold to the one and despise the other. Ye cannot serve God and mammon. Therefore I say unto you, take no thought for your life, what ye shall eat or what ye shall drink, nor yet for your body what ye shall put on. Is not the life more than meat, and the body than raiment? Behold the fowls of the air, for they sow not, neither do they reap nor gather into barns, yet your heavenly Father feedeth them. Take, therefore, no thought for the morrow. For the morrow shall take thought for the things of itself. Philippians Rejoice in the Lord always. And again I say, rejoice. Let your moderation be known unto all men. The Lord is at hand. Be careful for nothing, but in everything, by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God. And the peace of God, which passeth all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus.
4: I will read from Science and Health. To grasp the reality and order of being in its science, we must begin by reckoning God as the divine principle of all that really is. Spirit, life, truth, love, combine as one and are the scriptural names for God. All substance Intelligence, Wisdom, Be, Immortality, Cause, and Effect belong to God. Substance is that which is eternal and incapable of discord and decay. Truth, Life, and Love are substance, as the scriptures use this word in Hebrews. The substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Spirit, the synonym of mind, soul, or God, is the only real substance. As God is substance and man is the divine image and likeness, man should wish for and in reality has only the substance of good, the substance of spirit, not matter. The belief that man has any other substance or mind is not spiritual and breaks the first commandment, thou shalt have one God, one mind. Mortal man seems to himself to be material substance, while man is image, idea. Delusion, sin, disease, and death arise from the false testimony of material sense, which, from a supposed standpoint, outside the focal distance of infinite spirit, presents an inverted image of mind and substance with everything turned upside down. From the beginning to end, the scriptures are full of the accounts of the triumph of spirit, mind over matter. Moses proved the power of mind by what men called miracles. So did a lot jo- Joshua, Elijah, and Elisha. The Christian error was ushered in with signs and wonders. Miracle... That which is divinely natural, but must be learned humanly. A phenomenon of science. A miracle perf- fulfills God's law, but does not violate that law. This fact at present seems more mirac- mysterious than the miracle itself. The so called mineral, vegetable, And animal substances are no more contingent now on time or material structures than they were when the morning stars sang together. Mind made the plant of the field before it was in the earth. The periods of spiritual ascension are the days and seasons of mind's creation in which the beauties, Sublimity, purity, and holiness, yea, the divine nature, appear in man and the universe, never to disappear. The theory that spirit is not the only substance and creator is pantheistic heterodoxy, which ultimates in sickness, sin, and death. It is a belief in a bodily soul and a material mind, a soul governed by the body and a mind in matter. This belief is shallow pantheism. Divine science does not put new wine into old bottles, soul into matter, nor the infinite into the finite. Our false views of matter perish as we grasp the facts of spirit. The old belief must be cast out, or the new idea will be spilled, and the inspiration which is to change our standpoint will be lost. Absorbed in material selfhood, we discern and reflect but faintly the substance of life or mind. The denial of material selfhood aids the discernment of man's spiritual and eternal individuality and destroys the erroneous knowledge gained from matter or through what are termed the material senses. Trials teach mortals not to lean on a material staff, a broken reed which pierces the heart. We do not half remember this in the sunshine of joy and prosperity. Sorrow is salutary. Through great tribulation we enter the kingdom. Trials are proofs of God's care. Spiritual development germinates from seed sown, seed Germans is not from seed sown in the soil of material hopes. But when these decay, love propagates anew the higher joys of spirit, which have no taint of earth. Each successive stage of experience unfolds new views of divine goodness and love. Do you say the time has not yet come in which to recognize soul as substantial and able to control the body? Remember Jesus, who nearly 19 centuries ago demonstrated the power of spirit and said, He that believeth on me, the works that I do shall he do also. And who also said, But the hour cometh And now is, when the true worshippers shall worship the Father in spirit and in truth. Behold, now is the accepted time. Behold, now is the day of salvation, said Paul. The point for each one to decide is whether it is mortal mind or immortal mind that is causative we should forsake the basis of matter for metaphysical science and its divine principle. Whatever furnishes the semblance of an idea governed by its principle furnishes food for thought. The best sermon ever preached is truth, practiced, and demonstrated by the destruction of sin, sickness, and death. Knowing this and knowing, too, that one one affection would be supreme in us and take the lead in our lives, Jesus said, No man can serve two masters. We cannot build safely on false foundations. Truth makes a new creature, in whom old things pass away and all things become new. Metaphysics is above physics, and matter does not enter into metaphysical premises or conclusions. The categories of metaphysics rest on one basis, the Divine Mind. Metaphysics resolves things into thoughts and exchanges the objects of sense for the ideas of soul. These ideas are perfectly real and tangible to spiritual consciousness and they have this advantage over the objects and thoughts of material sense. They are good and eternal. Look away from the body into truth and love, the principle of all happiness, harmony and immortality. Hold thought steadfastly to the enduring the good, and the true, and you will bring them into your experience proportionately to their occupancy of your thoughts. For God is infinite, all power, all life, truth, love, over all and all.
0: We will now have a moment of silent prayer for our world. Let's now sing hymn number 31. The words of this hymn are by Mary Baker Eddy. Brood o'er us with thy sheltering wing, neath which our spirits blend like brother birds that soar and sing, and on the same branch bend. The arrow that doth wound the dove darts not from those who watch and love. Hymn number 31. Let's now sing hymn number 46. Day by day the manna fell, oh, to learn this lesson well. Still by constant mercy fed, give me, Lord, my daily bread. Hymn number 46.
5: Christian Science textbook, the scientific statement of being, and the correlative passages from First John third chapter. "There is no life, truth, intelligence, nor substance in matter. All is infinite mind and its infinite manifestation. For God is all in all. Spirit is in mortal truth. Matter is mortal era. Spirit is the real and eternal. Matter is the unreal and temporal. Spirit is God, and man is his image and likeness. Therefore, man is not material. He is spiritual. Behold, what manner of love the Father hath bestowed upon us, Purifieth himself, even as he is pure. Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father, which is in heaven.